Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. This is Derek, and we are once again rolling out our next Zombies episode. Last time, uh, Todd and his group had just finished uh, with the next town over, defeating the Big Horde. They got back to camp and, you know, kind of just rested for a few days, got their stamina back, and they decided uh, to set out to do another supply run, and they're going back to that uh, strip mall that they went to before where they raided the uh, pet store and tried to get into the food store. They're going for electronic supplies and we'll see if they can find anything else while they're out. So HK Team 1 has already set off to kind of pre-scout the area and then Todd and the RV are bringing up the rear. I think Todd, you had them leave like five minutes apart or ten minutes like that mm -hmm. so hk team one's gone the rvs you're about to roll out is there anything else you want to do before you leave or are you just heading out no i think uh we just want to head out uh we had like a, a big experience with the town and and dealing with all that i really want to start training everyone on uh the turtle formation and that was kind of my fault i didn't really think about it uh in the long run uh but i will from now on uh, and I really want to get those uh, body length shields into production so we can actually do uh, turtles. I don't know if we ever actually really have to explain a turtle, but maybe, you know, I think maybe we should um, do that maybe on on our uh, social media for those who are not understanding what i'm talking about when i'm when i'm saying uh, forming a turtle and everything else like that but it's a basically a defensive uh and offensive maneuver in terms of hand-to-hand -hand combat uh that happened and it was used to much success two or three thousand years ago and it looks like it might be effective again today but uh, getting back to the actual story in terms of where we're going. Yeah, I want to just get out there and see what we're going with. Get as many supplies as we can to start uh, the manufacture of those shields that we need. And then um, eventually doing the long pole arms uh, uh, for that as well. Because if this is going to be a long-term thing, we really need to start uh, training on this. Training everyone, not just people that are going out on a daily basis, uh, but also the rest of the camp members that are not going out because it could be vital to their success. So, yeah, we're just going to head out. You know, hopefully if there's any issues with anything up ahead, our HK team is going to radio back and let us know. So we're heading out now, heading towards that uh, strip mall to see what we can find. Okay, so you head out uh, in the direction of the strip mall. And on the way, you pass the gas station where uh, you recruited Mark Jackson, the attendant to your cause, and basically took as much gas and food as you could and you see it looks like some uh someone else may have been there after you the the windows of the store are kind of broken in so uh but whoever came obviously they wouldn't have found anything because you guys pretty much picked it clean so just file that away that someone made an inroad in your direction from that direction, at least as far as that gas station. So after, you know, a little bit more driving, you see the Jeep of HK1 pulled up off the side of the road, and you see them kind of just milling about the Jeep and flagging you down. So you pull up behind them, uh, and they enter the RV, and uh, Jake, the camp owner, comes up and says that they've been kind of scouting it with binoculars for the last little bit, and it doesn't appear that there's been any movement but they've only been there for about 10 minutes so they're not sure if they should if you guys should just wait 
a bit more, see if there's anyone out or if you just want to go in. So what do you think you should do, Todd? Should you scout a little bit more or do you just want to go in? Okay, here's what I want to do. I'm going to have my HK team uh, pull a Jeep uh, somewhat into the woods so it's not immediately visible. I want them to have it turned around in the direction of our camp so in case something happens, we can make a hasty getaway. But I want uh, that HK team to start surrounding uh, strip mall from the back and then work their way in. I'm going to give them about five minutes to get uh, into position and then we're going to take the RV, uh, park it, I'd say maybe 10, 15 feet from the stores that we're looking at. And I forget which stores are in that uh, strip mall. If you could remind me, Derek, because uh, I do not remember off the top of my head. And then we can uh, take it from there. So this strip mall is kind of like every other strip mall you see these days where it's kind of bigger than it needs to be because it's only about half filled as far as businesses go. Um, you had the pet store, grocery store, electronics store, and then there's a, a Chinese restaurant and a pizza place. All right, I think we went into the pet store where I was looking for um, the ferrets and everything else uh, to, to get to that. So I'm going to uh, bypass the pet store. I think the grocery store is probably picked clean and uh, any food in there is any of the fresh food or, you know, priorly fresh food is, is gone. I'm not too worried about canned food right now. I'm not too worried about food right now. I do want to go into the extract store and I also want to go into the pizza place because uh, they typically have flour and everything like that, which I don't think we actually went into the last time, but I really want to look in the electronic store, see what we can find. I want to see if I can get any drones as well as every battery in the place. So I'm going to radio ahead to HK1 and let them know we're heading toward the electronic store. Uh, I'm going to park out front uh, of the electronic store, like I said, about uh, 10, 15 feet away. I'm going to have everybody look out the windows that's in the RV to see if they can see anything uh, before we actually open up and head in. Okay, HK1 gives the all clear signal. So Pull the, uh, the RV up in front of the electronics store, and as you get out, you see that the glass is cracked, but more important than that, be, uh, you see that the steel cage that people use to kind of block off their stores is pulled down and locked, blocking off the front access to the door of the building. I'm going to have one of the people from HK1 that's in the back of the strip mall try and jimmy the lock in the back while everyone else is on overwatch. Uh, I'm also going to do the same thing in the front to see if we can jimmy the lock uh, in terms of getting into the store uh, with that roll down bar, roll down cage to see if we can get in there. Uh, while everyone else is on Overwatch. See if we can get in. Uh, just using like uh, crowbars, that type of thing, just to basically force our way in. We're going to try that first uh, from the front and the back and see what happens. Okay, so you get to work on trying to pick the lock, and you're not having too much success, but what your efforts are really shaking the cage and making a lot of noise. They seem, they're reporting to you, HK1 is reporting to you in the back that they're having a rough time of it. But the lock, they seem to be getting some kind of give from the lock, so they think they might be able to get that door open. But they they think the quickest way to do it would just to be to shoot the lock out. Do you want them to do that, or do you want to try shooting the lock on the gate, or do you think that'll too loud? I don't want them making any unnecessary noise in the back because their their Jeep is parked farther away, whereas we're, we're closer. I'm going to try and shoot the lock out, see if we can open it up from the front. I'm going to have uh, our people that are over watching the front. I'm going to have someone uh, in the RV ready to roll out should we have a problem 
with respect to the noise. So I'm going to try and shoot it out, see what happens. And then I'm going to take it from there uh, if we're able to get in there and uh, gain access. If we are able to gain access, I'm going to bring my people uh, that are in the back, HK1, to the front of the store to work on Overwatch. I also want them to, one of them to get the Jeep and bring it up if we get in. Uh, if we don't get in, then that's a different story and, and we'll deal with that, you know, once we find out how, how that plays out. All right, so you, you pull out your pistol. You point it at the lock, pull trigger, the, the lock um, breaks off. And uh, as you, you lift the gate, there's still a little bit of give, but you kind of like force it and you're able to push it up. Now that the gate's up, do you want HK1 to come around to the front? Or are you going to try to like get to the back and let them in that way? Or are you just going to search the store by yourself? This is why Derek's a good storyteller, because I hadn't even thought of just letting them in the back. Um, but I am definitely sending one of them to get the Jeep. I want that Jeep right next to the RV. Uh, I also want to have one of them, if they can get on the roof, to get on the roof uh, via a ladder for Overwatch. And then, uh, worst case scenario, I'm going to have the RV get pulled up right next to the building. So that person that's on Overwatch on top of the building can just jump onto the RV and get inside, and we can make a quick getaway if necessary whether that be for zombies or for uh humans or anything like that but um i am going to read it to them that i'm going to try and get the the remainder i want uh someone to go get the jeep i want that jeep right next to the rv uh once we go in i want someone on the roof and then everyone else is going to be waiting for me on the other side of that door because i'm just going to make a beeline for that door while uh searching to make sure that there's no undead in the actual store that can attack me so I'm just going to try and make a beeline as quickly as possible to the back of the store to let them in. And then once we let them in, we'll uh, start searching the store for what, what we're looking for. Okay, so you force your way in through the door into the store and you, know, you do a scan of the store with your gun out as you're moving towards the back. And you can see that it's empty. Whoever owned this place kind of locked it up pretty carefully and then just didn't come back to it. Um, you get to the back and you see that the, the back door has some pretty nice locks on it too as far as like um, anti anti theft it's one of those good good doors you can obviously you don't have keys for these locks so you can just do the same thing and try to shoot them all off or do you think it would be uh easier to have your guys just run around to the front while you start searching for supplies i'm gonna have the guys run around to the front because if we have two open doors two areas where we could be attacked by either humans or zombies so i'm just gonna have the the other guys from hk1 run around to the front you know i'm assuming one of the one of the guys uh on hk1 is up on the roof so i think i, I think hk1 is Jake, Gary, and Tom. So I got one guy going for the Jeep, one guy getting on the roof, and then I got the other guy running around uh, the the complex to get to the front of the store. And I'll just radio that to all of them. And then we're just gonna we're gonna pick the store clean. I'm gonna have a couple of the people from the RV coming in in terms of getting everything we can. I want batteries. I want any type of drones that they have, uh, especially if they have uh, video capability, so we can basically. Have have as many turns as possible to uh, see in advanced positions as we do these kind of uh, hit and runs where we're looking for supplies. So that's my plan. I'm going to start getting as many things as possible. I also want to uh, pick up any of those spy cams that they have in terms of setting them up around the camp if we can. If we can do um, a closed circuit 
circuit type of thing, that's fine. I'm kind of worried about once the internet goes down, that's going to be, so I kind of want to have any type of uh, closed circuit uh, cables. I want to get as much coaxial cable as they have. I'm literally going to take every every battery that's in there. I'm going to take every coaxial cable that's in there. I'm going to take every miniature TV that's in there um, as possible. That's, that's the plan. That's what I'm going for. And um, you let me know how successful I am and if we have any problems with all that Derek and I'm gonna bounce it back to you okay so from HK1 uh, Tom runs off to go get the Jeep uh, Jake takes off to run around to the front of the building and join the RV and um, Gary climbs up to the top of the roof via a back like ladder uh, access and as you kind of focus more on what you can see in the store, you're very happy. Uh, because this the owner carefully locked up his store, and I, no one else took the time to shoot out the lock or anything, they do have a lot of what you're looking for. Uh, you see all the batteries you could possibly want every size imaginable. They have several different walkie-talkies. Um, they have the disposable cell phones with the cards. I don't know um, I don't know if you've tried cell phones. I don't think we've actually explored that, so I don't know if you know if the network's still up or not. Mm -mm. That's an option. And they do have several different drones as well. Uh, you don't see like closed circuit TVs, but you do see the, uh, like the newer small security cameras, kind of like the one you have mm -hmm. in real life. Mm -hmm. And they have like a, a few tablets, some laptops. Then you, um, you can also see that there's the, a door to the manager's office. So I, I know you're going to start loading up all the batteries and the drones and everything. When Gary gets around to the front, he comes in and starts helping you. And Laurie and Jennifer are just kind of keeping watch. Uh, well, Laurie's sitting in the driver's seat of the RV. Jennifer's kind of keeping a watch on her. Um, it takes you a few minutes, but you're, you're loading up these cases of batteries, all the, all this electronic equipment. Are you taking the tablets or are you and the, the, like the disposable cell phones or are you leaving them? That's a good question. I'm going to take everything um, just because I think even if the networks eventually go down, at some point, at somewhere, hopefully, society will rebuild itself. You know, once, once they do go down, hopefully we can start working on rebuilding and getting those back up. So I'm going to take all the laptops because once I have something in terms energy and everything else, renewable renewable energy, we can use the laptop. If for nothing else, then just to basically, once we have our own power, that type of thing, prepare for, you know, uh, anything that we might have to put in in terms just supplies or anything else. It, even if we don't have access to the internet and everything else, we can still, once we have power and that that's my uh, my second uh, you know goal is to have our own power, even if it's you know human power where we're you know doing the whole Gilligan's Island where we're pedaling to um, restore batteries that type of thing. We can still use the computers for inventory that type of thing. Um, I also want to get as many downloads as possible of all the maps in the area before they go down. So I'm literally taking every laptop. I'm literally taking every uh, tablet. Even if in like a few weeks, it's, n it's no longer viable. I want everything downloaded to those laptops as possible. Even if those laptops for a short while or a long while go down, we can eventually uh, use the information that's downloaded going forward. So that's what I'm going to have uh, done while the internet is up and everything else. Map, uh, I'm going to have uh, recipes for everything in terms terms of making medications or anything else. I'm just going to have uh, those people that are at the campsite 
just start downloading everything to these laptops. So the laptops are really important. Any battery backups are really important. So I'm taking everything in the hopes that we can get as much information as possible on the internet because everyone who's going to be, once we're going to be going out on a daily basis, I want everyone else who is not to be working on downloading useful information from the internet to Word documents or anything else on all these laptops. So that's that's my plan with the laptops. It's my, that's my plan with the iPads and, and everything else. Uh, so that's where I'm going with this. Okay, so you're pretty much stripping the store completely bare of all the inventory that's in there. Uh, the RV is getting pretty loaded with stuff. Do you want to explore the manager's office while you're there? Is basically the only question I have left. Yeah, while all this is going on, I will um, explore the manager's office and see if they, we can find any additional high-value items that we might be able to use while everything else is being loaded as we speak. All right, so as your team finishes loading up the rest of the inventory take a peek into the manager's office and you can see it's it's kind of smart uh he has his desk with a desktop computer there's a filing cabinet and the only other thing of kind of of interest is there's a safe on the ground obviously you don't know what's in it and you don't know the code to it but it's it is a safe so there's some kind of tantalizing draw to what is in there uh, if you look on the the desk of the guys um just to, yeah if you look at a desk you can see some uh handsome miscellaneous paperwork on there about uh, upcoming inventory shipments and he has a few outdoorsman magazines including one about uh a catalog of crossbows so the guy seemed to be an outdoorsman uh if you rifle through his desk you don't find anything beyond some standard office supplies and then the filing cabinets are literally just invoices so essentially the only thing potential value in the room is the safe all right if it's a safe that i can take i'm gonna take it and then have the guys like just load it onto the rv and we'll deal with it when we get back i'm also going to see if i can find the manager's address because it looks like he might have had <clears throat> supplies that might be useful to the group he also might be a useful member of the group so i'm going to see if i can find that information as i'm going through desk if possible you know while the guys are taking the safe out in terms of information so the it is just a standard floor safe. It's not built into anywhere, so it is portable. It's heavy. In the store, you do find a hand truck that they use to move inventory, so guys are able to move it with that. And as you rifle through the desk, in one of the drawers, there is a separate filing cabinet that has uh, the personal details of past and current employees. And under the current employees section, you see three addresses. Because of the uh, business card on the desk, you find which one is the owner's. So you're I guess you just take that information with you. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're keeping with this store. Um, you get everything on the RV. And as you do so, uh, uh, Gary radios from the roof that he sees um, a vehicle coming, not necessarily like purposely in this direction, but there's a vehicle driving further down in what he guesses would be more towards another town. So he's not sure how long, if the vehicle's 100% coming to the strip mall or if it's going to go someplace else and if it is coming to the strip mall he doesn't know it, you know it would only it would be a few minutes before it got there so do you want to just hightail it or do you want to check out 
the uh, uh, the pizza rest restaurant still. That's a tough call. I I really think that I want to uh, check out the the pizza restaurant if possible. I don't want to keep coming back to this strip mall unnecessarily. So I just kind of want to see what they have. I really want to get as much flour as possible uh, if they have it in stock. So I I just want to do like kind of a smash and grab. If, if the doors are locked or something like that, I'm just going to have the RV hook up a chain to whatever's blocking the entrance and just pull it out uh just to get it done as soon as possible so i'm gonna that's what we're gonna be doing now all right so you make your way down to uh the pizza place and you you meet no resistance as far as locks or anything are concerned like uh it looks like this place has been gotten into before um with that knowledge do you still want to try and see if you can find anything or are you just kind of gonna give it up for pilfered i'm gonna assume that it's pilfered you know god only knows what what happened in there uh if it's already been opened so i'm just gonna let that go i'm gonna uh load the last of everything up i'm gonna get my hk teams down back in their jeep as soon as we're loaded up the rv is going to be headed back base i want uh the hk team to be just out of sight though and i want them to let me know about that vehicle that's coming so I want them out of sight, but ready to respond in case they're coming our way. Uh, so I want them basically to be uh, off the road, but ready. I don't want them to hit or attack anything. I just want uh, reconnaissance uh, information uh, as the RV and me head back uh, as fast as possible towards the camp. Okay, so HK1 gets back into the Jeep. Um, and remember, you had them pull it up to the building. So they're going to take off back to the spot where they had it pulled off into the woods before. Uh, that's pretty good vantage point for them and as they do that you just pull out and basically just peel out down the road heading back to camp as quickly as possible um you make it as you make it back to the gas station uh they radio in that they're on their way back the vehicle they saw did in fact come to the strip mall <gasps> that kind of drove around the parking lot and when uh when it noticed that the electronics store was broken into, a couple guys got out with guns and ran in and looked around. And when, the, as soon as they saw that, um, they waited. Uh, the guys got back in the car, drove around the parking lot again, uh, went out to the road and kind of drove in their direction, but stopped since they couldn't see any tire tracks or anything, and then just turned around and left back where they came. HK1 waited a few minutes and then uh, started heading back. So basically, by the time you get back to camp, they'll probably be at the gas station. So you make it back to camp safely with all of your supplies. Uh, about 10, 15 minutes later, HK1 shows up. It's going to take a, a bit to kind of go through all the inventory you got, but it's you've had a very successful mission. And I think this is a good spot to end the episode. Um, remember, you can follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Old Nerd, Young Nerd, and listen to us under all major podcasting sites under the same name. As always, I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And remember, normal is the new boring. Talk to you later, folks.